0: Let's let's get this jalopy to go far. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. Um, this jalopy goes in three, two, one. Let it-
1: I'm making eight, so could it be haste is making me? What's time I think they kill, or keep up fire, a living. I gotta go faster, keep up the pace, just to stay in my human race. I could go supersonic, the problem's chronic. Tell me, does life exist beyond it? When I need to say it? I just accelerate into a weird
0: Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Hallie, of, of Record Breakers, <laughs> not Halle <laughs> <Duke>. Record <laughs> Breakers. No, let's <laughs> go with it. Screw this. Let's go with it. Record Breakers. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan, and three podcasts. Here with me is my team, my crew of record reviewers here to talk about music, not wrestling, not East Asian pop culture, but music. Uh, we're here gathered. Of course, we got none other than Patrick. Hello. We've got Drew. Hey! And we've got Brett. Where are the two nerdy black guys? Mm Mm-hmm. They're somewhere. Uh, we're here to talk about music. The provider of said music this week is none other than Drew. Drew, what do you got for us this week?
2: Uh, this is a band I found a while ago through... Just their sort of connections with bands like Real Big Fish and the greater Scott scene in general. Um, Band from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A little bit of synth rock, a little bit of pop rock, a little bit of power pop. Band by the name of Zoloff, the Rock and Roll Destroyer. And I brought in their record, Jalopy Go Far.
0: Jalopy Go Far. Ah, very interesting group, (laughs) to say the least. Patrick, what expectations did you have coming into this album?
1: Um, only what Drew told us, which was that it was uh poppy and fun and and then that was all I had going in uh was knowing that much. Yes. So not a whole lot. Not
0: a whole lot. Uh same here. Brett, what expectations did you have coming into this album? Well,
3: I, I listened to Drew and uh had no idea. And then I googled and I still had no idea. Then I listened to the album. There's not a whole lot of information about this, the, this, this album or this band. And holy crap, going into it, I was blindsided. I had, I was warned. That warning did not prepare me. He <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: tried. Yeah, tried. He tried. Uh, Lord knows he tried. Uh, Drew, how would you describe this album thematically? What what were the themes and elements that make up this record?
2: Well, the band in general is, um as we get into it, they make zero bones about being, as I said before, super bubblegum. Like, just really ridiculously, in my opinion, it's that sugar sweet pop music. It's, it's something that's just there for fun. It's there for joy. Um, it's not complicated. It's not going to be deep. There's, there's any here and there, um, on Zoloff, the Rock and Roll Destroyer stuff. Um, and that's, that's always fun within the lyrics. Uh, jalopy go far, uh, has those spots, uh, not as much as some of their other stuff, but it has those spots of the corny innuendo lyrics, um, throughout, but it's, it's bright. It's on tempo. Most of it, um, and has that like sweetness to it. And it's sort of defined by having a lot of just super overly catchy, bright hooks, um, from their sense and then rachel's vocals rachel's vocals on this are always really really in my opinion rachel's vocals are always a treat but they're just they're peppy they're bright they're they're that like i describe it's um in my like write down of this it's like that girl next door that puts on the pretty face during the day but like it has that rough edge like you see her at the punk rock show at night she's in the pit she's like she gets down with it and she gets it right and it's it has that rough edge in parts but throughout it it's like the whole time she's like winking and nodding to the audience of what the band really is and what what she's putting on and stuff like that which i think is kind of fun um mm-hmm.
0: uh, patrick what are the themes that, got, that caught your attention about this album
1: Um, it is, calling it, calling it like almost sickeningly sweet is, is kind of an understatement. It is the, it's, it's like pure uncut, you know, concentrated happiness injected directly into your veins. That is the best way to describe it. It's, it's, you know, late nineties, early two thousands pop punk, but like, let's, let's add in a cool synthesizer and the happiest sounding girl that's ever sung on a punk record. But it it's not I, I think eighteen year old me would have thought this was like awful, sell out, terrible, but being older and less bitter than I was at that age, um, I kinda it, it is exactly what it wants to be. It is it is intended to be this sort of happy and happy and over the top, ridiculously fun.
0: hmm Uh Brett. What are the themes on Limisticart retention? What 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 did this album st- say to you? Well, when this album's album first said,
3: I, I knew that I would have an opinion. Um there there's uh, okay, we got liberal use of synthesizers. Um it's got the sound of uh, the uh, general post-post post-punk sort of sound uh, with like the drums and like semi-yell female vocals, uh, the kind of kind of gritty not quite actually singing to sound pretty, but singing to to say something into a microphone in a way that that's loud, uh, but not quite yell rock. Um, and it's in it's in a nice tidy little package, um, that uh that that really took me back to an era like this. This music is this music that I heard, uh, the contemporaries of back when I was you know freshly I was in my first apartment living outside of Pittsburgh. Um, you, you know you can't go wrong with this amount of synth. You know you can go less. Um, but you can't really go more. Um, this is uh that that was a major instrument in this. It it really has, uh, a a good grasp on how to use a keyboard to make a, like it without the keyboard, it would be a completely different sound. Um, it, it would have the bubbly tone to it. Um, that being said, this ain't opera. There's nothing deep about this. Uh, but, uh, really it should be deep. There's nothing, uh, there's nothing about this that's that's like out there preaching to the world or uh, trying to tell you the the woes of uh, of a downtrodden people. This this is music that you listen to. This is uh, akin to the the way you feel when you listen to Fury of the Aquabats. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a nice good analogy right there. That that is for sure a, a, a fitting analogy. Uh Drew, what would be some of the key tracks to zero in on?
2: Well. Uh, mean old coot. we'll get into that one um it's it's trope-tastic i think in some of the best ways does does it start on a count in bingo (laughs) does it really matter no um when i put this record on and that's the first one that comes on that count it gets me every time and it's it's the automatic smile the synth hook comes in really quickly and it it emphasizes the two things, in my opinion, that you sort of get with Zolov. You get, uh, Rachel Minton's vocal style, uh, which is on display here, and you get the synth hooks. You get those awesome, like, fun, bubbly synth hooks. Moment. Um, it's, it's got that front of the sweet, the, the super happy-go-lucky, um, sort of song, but to be fair, it's not Argama Pirate, which is another song by them. It's not as in your face obvious, but there's some stuff going on under there that can get pretty damn obvious, which I think is awesome. Um, they don't try to hide the innuendo. It's just, if you listen to Argama Pirate, it's, it's not on this record. Um, you have to go out and search it, but that one's like very in your face. This one's like, it gives a hint at what it is a couple of times. And it's like, yep, it's that sort of song. Um, And then wonderful awkward. Uh, every pop record to me needs like the slow jam. Um, it's not much in the way of, uh, the lyrics. There's not much lyrics to it, uh, wordage wise. Um, but it's still sort of to me is, it's simple and it captures like that sort of puppy love sort of feel that you had back in high school, which I think is sort of a good way to, sort of cap off, like, me describing this record, it's something that captures the sort of unbridled joy of that sort of era. Like, if you had a happy time when you were, say, 16 to 22, um, like, it's sort of unabashedly about being happy and young, so...
0: Hmm. Uh Patrick. What would be some of the tracks that caught your attention?
1: Um. Moment. Um. So, I heard this song. Heard this song. The beginning sounds like um an Adam and his Package song. So I had to go down the rabbit hole to see if there was any connection. So pop up the Wikipedia. Oh, they're from Philly. So is Adam and his Package. Oh, they appeared on an Adam and his Package tribute record. Okay, now I get it. Um, <laughs> it's. There's, there's clearly, like, this is pop punk, but kids who grew up listening to Adam and his package and bought a synthesizer. And the opening of it is so, like, so, like, that sort of sound. And the, the synth hook is really, really, really good. Um, The Hot Situation, uh, that one, it's got a really, really good chorus, uh, more fun synths, and it has a cheesy guitar solo with tapping and everything. And sometimes you need a cheesy guitar solo with tapping and everything. And that really worked out. And sort of honorable mention to don't moat because this was basically the exact opposite of everything I listened to in high school. Like I was all into like the broody, angry, you know, moody shit. And I probably should have been listening to this. I might have been a happier person. (laughs) Uh,
0: That might be a good point. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks that caught your attention? all
3: right so a moment's been talked about uh i listened to that with the people in my house the man who's asleep on my couch and the woman that's asleep downstairs <laughs> I listened to this earlier and uh we agreed it has uh, all the sounds in all the right places um it's it's a song that uh, i will remember most off of this album when it comes to all of the songs on this album uh how about it uh there's some really fun harmonies done with the keyboard being looped uh uh, also, was agreed by the people in this house that it was it was groovy and uh, like um, I owe you. Uh, the, it's a song that sounds like something that we should have been sold a handheld tech device to in a commercial, like a Gizmondo or a or a Tapwave Zodiac or a, an Engage. Um, it, it has the uh, even has like crowd shouted vocals like every now and then uh, and like mouth noise. Um, which I'm a fan of, the art of mouth noise. Um, but uh, it, it's songs like these that really put a like a a, a year stamp, a maker's mark, and a stamp uh, that's like they don't make albums like this anymore. And, and if they do, it's by people who were doing this back then. Um, I mean, there's there's nothing in this album that that's uh, that's not been done before. But uh, you know, when I hear some of these songs, it takes me back to a place. And man, these people—they did what they did, and they did it. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it's there's uh, some some there's those moments and those songs are are just uh, inescapable. Uh, let's go back around the horn uh, and talk about uh, what y'all thought as a whole. Uh, Patrick, uh, your conclusions about the album as a whole.
1: Um, this was the right album on the right week for me. Uh, I just, you know, we've, we've, been, we've listened to some, some not as happy as this album's, so, you know, Bella Fleck isn't particularly happy. Bob Mold's not a happy guy. I guess Barbarette's kind of work, but it's, it was just like, I really wanted something fun and this ticked all the fun boxes. It is really, really enjoyable and they're a band I'm definitely going to have to listen to more of because they just, they make me happy and. I kind of wish they were still making music, and maybe someday they will again.
2: You never know. You never They're know. supposed to be making a fourth record. No one's heard a goddamn word. <laughs> There's a lot of things that are supposed to happen.
3: Brett Hibbert of Record Breakers, the podcast, says, Their album comes out this summer.
0: Yes. All <laughs> <laughs> <forget> first year. <laughs> yes. Speaking of Brett, Brett, your conclusions about the album overall. If you weren't
3: there listening to music at the time that this album was made, uh, you might not like actually realize that there were there music like this going on. This was a very very strange time in music, um, where like you know punk rock was was about to the point where it was stretched thin, and people were were uh like you know they were they were spreading it about as thin as they could possibly spread it the the third time around. So people were adding fun things to it and changing things around. You're finding uh, vocals coming from different places. And you find stuff like synthesizers thrown into things. And I like anybody that takes something that I already liked. Um, And even at the time, I was getting sick of the stuff that was being produced. And if I had found this, this would be something that I would put in my car when I was taking uh, Lori on a date in Blairsville, Pennsylvania in 2002. Mm -hmm. Uh, This this is the soundtrack of a certain type of me that existed at one time. Now, is it something I'm going to put on now uh, and listen to a bunch? probably not, but there will come a time just like there's a time to bring out the Aquabats. There'll be a time to bring this album out again. Yes. And, uh, I'm probably better off hearing this than I was before coming in. Like, you know, it, th- this is, this is something that won't hurt you. It's not going to teach you a life lesson. It's not going to like expand your musical knowledge to a point where you're, you know, able to write articles online about the, the nuance of, of, you know, one track or the other. Uh, but it will, it will, Fill that part of your brain that needs some uh, some cotton candy and rainbows and butterflies and stuff, rainbows and, and uh, it, it's. it's I, I, and I really was happy to have that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a fun, happy record that makes you feel good inside, it makes you all sugary in your tum tum, and makes you feel butterflies. true uh, Drew, <laughs> you show your tum tum. <laughs>
2: It's the perfect time to go to me. All right. Dude, what are your conclusions about the album overall? Well, I brought this record because last time I brought um Reign of Kindo. Uh and Reign of Kindo I enjoy because they're I like the way they do music. I think it's it has a lot of nuance to it. It has a lot of groove to it. Um But I brought this because Yeah, there's not there's a lot of catchy hooks, but catchy hooks aren't necessarily complicated. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of fun. Again, fun. Not always complicated. Like Brad said, you're not going to be waxing poetic about how important this bass line or that synth line was to music as a whole. What you're gonna do is you're gonna put this on. And when you put this on, you're gonna start smiling. There is, to me, there is no way you can't. Like, it's, it's one of those albums where it's just fun. And that's from, like I said, from their stage show to the albums to their music videos. It's just fun. It's funny and it's fun and it's good. And it's it's something that's good to have around. Every once in a while, I got to throw something on that I'm not going to think about, oh my gosh, how awesome is this drum fill? No, I'm I'm going to think about just how great things are sometimes and that's what this album is to me it's Mm -hmm. things are just good sometimes just gotta have fun
0: yeah feel good music make you feel happy all up in your insides
2: yeah Uh, and and they need to come out with the fourth record this (laughs) record was good schematics was good and then they fall off the face of the planet in 2012 and I'm angry and if this somehow gets to them D- b- make the record, please, for me. Uh, I'll give you many monies, <laughs> many monies. Give
0: you all the monies. Give you the many. Give you several monies. Here,
2: monies. I'll give you monies. Make the record. Yes. Drew
1: is literally throwing money at his screen. It, and
2: maybe,
0: it, it was made rain. Yes, <laughs> uh, rain was made uh, today. Also might
1: have thrown next week's
2: work
0: schedule, but that's not. Here here That's money there. too. That's <laughs> <Yes>. future money. Future <laughs> money. Um. That being said, those are, those are our, our complete thoughts, uh, complete and well thought out and well spoken thoughts on on the record. Uh, let's uh oversimplify things in the form of poetry with our main event of the end in, in, in evening, <laughs> main event of the industry, main event of the evening. It's midnight. And I was just working. Uh, our haiku reviews. Let's get down to it. Ah, uh, Patrick. Let's go to the order we've been doing. Patrick, what is your haiku
1: review? Pop punky goodness. Great voice and synth melodies. Super fun record. Mm hmm.
2: Uh,
0: Brett, what is your haiku? Like nothing
3: modern. Bubblegum, rock and roll stuff. A bygone era.
0: Mm-hmm. My haiku. Good and wacky fun. Super catchy and hooky. This jubiloppy goes. Uh, Andrew, what is your haiku?
2: Sugar and spice and constant smiles when the synth brings in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Okay, PD,
3: I'm going to let you finish. I'm gonna let yeah. you finish. Yes, we have not said the word "spunk rock" the yes. entire time through. <laughs> yes. What what is the word like? You you said "spunk rock" last right. week.
2: They have they have um in uh interviews before, uh when asked to describe their music, uh Rachel Minton Minton I believe has tried to describe them as spunk rock, something that is spunky and. Not in terms of what you're just let
3: it go, of. just let it go, just let yeah. everybody be five years old.
2: Yeah,
0: yep, Minton. I think, I think we know a Minton. I wonder if they're related. We I know a guy. We, we know a guy in, in, in Vegas, Vegas who used yeah. to be in Minnesota, which is not too far from Philadelphia, about halfway, you yeah, know, about halfway, close enough to maybe, you know. You know, but I'll bases. ask him what his thoughts on spunk rock are exactly <laughs> see uh, what he says when I when I'm in a house driving to and fro uh, Nerdtacular, i will I will, I will inquire uh, I will say inquiring minds want to know uh what is your relation to spunk rock uh that being said those are our thoughts on on this album on zoloff and the rock and roll destroyers. Uh, you can find this album on our Spotify playlist, uh, play along at home, play record breakers, home game, uh, on that playlist should be our next record. Next episode, uh, is either going to be a guest episode or just me again, uh, depending on, you know, what's going on with our schedules. But, uh, if it is me again, it, my next album is going to be the solutions. Uh, we're doing more Korean indie music, Korean indie rock. Uh the solutions and their album movements. Uh is their most recent album. It's a pretty fantastic, cool little uh record. Uh, and I'm curious to see what the guys think. Uh but that being said, that will be next time or a couple weeks from now. And this is this time. Until then, you can find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the swagger. Brett is at hibbitybibber at H I B B I T Y B I B B A R D. Drew is at X Druce X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at four Record Breakers. That's the number four Record Breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast at gmail.com. iTunes. Stitcher. YouTube. Subscribe to YouTube. RebellyTV. Uh, I promise there will be more content other than podcasts someday. Hopefully, I, I I paid for a GoPro. I'm gonna use it at some point. Uh, but subscribe there. Uh, that's it. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Tiddle-loo.
3: club hopes you have enjoyed this program.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I gotta go to the titty bar I'll yeah. see you guys later